Welcome to the finest women in real estate. And this is Marie Antoinette Waite. And we are here with the amazing Deborah Sweet, who is the founder and uh, the uh, creator of Brand You. And also her company is Thrive Right Consulting. Mm -hmm. Welcome, Deborah. Thanks, Marie. Thank you so much. I'm so blessed to be here. Yes, I'm so excited because, you know, the partnership that you and I are starting right now is incredible. I'm learning so much about your program and um, I, I can't wait to tell people about it. So let's let's do this. Let's start from the beginning, Deborah. Tell me how it all started for you. Oh, girl, that's a long story. That should be a book. I'll just say that I've written books, but we're talking specifically about Thrive Right or Brand You. Uh, however you wanted to start with. I mean, what was what was the you first? Was it Brand You or, or Thrive? It was Thrive Right. So yeah, I'll give you the short track. So, you know, here's the thing. I have another entity called Sweet Marketing Solutions. That is a high-level strategic marketing firm. We do a lot of integrated marketing plan, development, writing, implementation, and management. And over the years, you know, the gist of what I do, people say, Deborah, what do you do? I help people get business and make money, right? Yes. Um, I grew up in business. Business is the most comfortable pair of jeans that I own. And what was really interesting after being deep inside of hundreds and thousands of companies, helping them either with a macro marketing plan or something that might be micro, I kept seeing patterns lay out again and again and again. And so this became very relevant because my heart is to really help people thrive, right? I, it, it's not just about surviving, it's about thriving. I, I will say, if you're not having fun in business, you're doing it wrong, right? <laughs> business should be a lot more than just, it's not just about the money. Although yes, I do want you to make money and there's a reason for that, you deserve it. So as far as sweet marketing solutions, we, me and my team, we would, develop these marketing plans and you know i'm on the front line interfacing with clients so i'm doing the pre-interviewing the all of the deep work from from ideation into implementation and two things kept happening over and over one is that we would overwhelm our clients with too much business now that sounds really good but it's not because then what they would say is deborah oh my gosh you got us so much business you helped me achieve 25 percent of my growth goal in the for my year in four weeks. 25%? Like that's, that's an exact quote. Okay. That's amazing. Okay. Um, well, when things are done right, you have the right strategy, you have the right things in place, you can do that. And marketing should be effective, not expensive. So anyways, um, so I like I that. Hearing, <laughs> thank you. I kept hearing that scenario again and again, you gave me too much business, Deborah. I don't know if I can handle it. I need to stop my marketing. So there's where what sounds good really isn't because a business needs to be marketing 24 seven, 365, right? Mm -hmm. And on the other side, we would implement, we'd write these plans, we'd launch them, we'd manage them. And then I do all my follow-up. I'm very hands-on. I do all my follow-up with my clients and I'm like, okay, it's, it's not my job to sell for you. You have to take what we did and convert it into sales. So I'd follow up and I'd hear, oh, this didn't work. Well, what didn't work? Well, we didn't get any sales. So I dig deeper, right? Because I'm that nosy girl. I'm gonna, I want to find out why. Why didn't it work? <laughs> so turns out what we did did work. But what was happening is that my clients were not, what I kept seeing pattern out is my clients didn't know how to integrate marketing into their business. So that's a big deal. And so with that, 
I've worked with businesses in different, uh, different levels, stages of acumen and revenue growth, employee size from startup to multiple hundreds, you know, going, I, I had a CEO we worked with who went IPO a couple times and he contracted me to help his company go from 2 million to 10 million. And I had to do it in six months. Um, wow. We did it, but there was a way that we did it and it which I'm not going to get into now. So here's my point of Thrive Right. You asked me how did Thrive Right happen? Well, I kept seeing these patterns again and again and again, and it was my heart to really help my clients be successful. So I started years ago, I started working with my clients and we do these, um, you know, I'm doing my, my data, my deep dives, what worked, what didn't work. And I started coaching my clients, uh, little things about how to integrate marketing into sales, how to get integrate marketing into your fulfillment. How do you integrate marketing into your leadership? And my clients would say, why is my, why is my marketing person telling me how to do my business? And my sassy girl would say, well, because you need it and you don't know how, and I want to help you. If I help you with this, then we can just go back and do our job and help make you more money. So after quite a few years and quite a few where this pattern played out so much. I really took a few, a lot of things to heart. About seven and a half years ago, I had some pretty pivotal things that were converging all at once. I'd wanted to up-level the marketing firm again. I had something going on personally that was requiring me now. Now it was no longer just a desire. Something showed up in my life that required me to do things differently. And so part of the different is that I decided I'm going to I told my husband, I said, I'm going to do something that's either going to work or it's going to fail fast. And I, in, in my simple words, um, I, I, I opened up Thrive Right Consulting, which is where it would house all my consulting I was doing for free that wasn't marketing. So fast forward. Thrive Right Consulting has really evolved and pivoted a lot over the last you know, since I lost, launched it seven years ago. And just, you know, for, for your audience, here's the thing, you, you will pivot and you should pivot, right? I'm all about movement. Thrive Right, the brand of Thrive Right is about passion and it is about purpose and there's movement. And my end game goal is to help you really, truly find, heal, develop, love, launch and live your iconic brand because that is an anchor inside of all decisions you will make in running your business. And then that influences what you do in marketing. And so, yeah, Thrive Right is now, we are positioned, we are one of the up and coming, um, like my, I will tell you, my calendar gets full fast because word's gotten out about what I've done and what I've productized, what I've developed. I've, I've developed trainings. So I've been training for years in some very distinct areas of business skill set. And Thrive Right has produced some very revolutionary training platforms that are really filling the gaps in business knowledge acumen. And that is going to allow me to help follow through on my brand promise, which is to help you thrive in your business. And so brand you, oh, I'm revealing a lot here. Brand yeah, that's you. awesome. <laughs> But girl, here's the thing, right? So I'm, 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 I work with both sides of my brain, left brain, right brain. We've got strategy. We've got this mapping planning, but I'm a visionary. So I'm high level visionary. I can think three, five, 10 years out, get a big picture of it and know how to put the infrastructure in place to make that happen. That a lot has to do with my music background. Uh, I write, I sing, I perform. So how do you, how do you draft music how do you create music out of thin air and orchestrate it right that's there's there's a tie-in here of thought process 
but I can do that within a business. And so I had been in the process of developing my programs for Thrive Right. I had these funnels, if you will, that I was building of content and based upon where a business is at, how there's a couple of questions. How long have you been in business? How much money have you made so far? And how many employees you have? That's, that's one set of questions. Then another set of questions is where do you want to be 12 months from now? I lean it into 12 months, right? Well, in my funnel, I was able to put together what I thought was a complete funnel. If you've never, it starts out with business planning or it used to, it starts out with business planning. If you've never written a business plan, I have a program that will teach you how to do that. You're gonna have it done in six weeks. Then I have like, there, so there's all these stages of skill set development. And I thought 18 months ago, I thought I had that all complete. And then I made a decision that was truly personal. And there was this little, there was this thing from when I was a little girl that I grew up, I was born in a big city, but I grew up very rural. And so we did not have access to a lot of television. I'd get three channels on a good day. We didn't have a lot of access to radio. I'd get a few funky channels. And I had my mom's very eclectic music collection, right? Okay. So when we had to, if you went shopping, you drove an hour or so to shop anywhere cool. But my mom did a lot of catalog shopping, catalog, 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 because we were kind of remote. So I remember as a little girl having mom's catalogs come in, okay, something new, something exciting. And so she would get these catalogs of wigs. And as a little girl, I always thought that was interesting. Wow. And the few television shows that I was allowed to watch were variety shows. So when the ladies, you know, you've got Cher, you've got Donnie and Marie. Um, I remember watching the Mandrell sisters. There was the Grand Ole Opry. You've got the performers. They're all dressed up, decked up, and they're wearing different costumes, right? So that always excited me. And for myself as a musician, I've always envisioned doing very theatrical kind of music. So why that's relevant to Brand You is about not quite two years ago, um, I kept hearing myself say something m a multitude of times over the years. So I have a lot of hair, right? Yeah, I can see it's beautiful. <laughs> Some days it takes a lot to get this, right? Yeah. Um, I'll just share. This is my, this is another iteration. Like this is pre-COVID. So okay. that's, that's, that takes it's a few beautiful. hours to prep it, right? So, so one day I told, I told my husband, I said, you know, I'm so tired of saying, Sometimes I wish I could just pop hair on my head and be ready in three minutes instead of three hours, right? <laughs> I and could so, relate. <laughs> yeah, relate to that, ladies, right? Well, I kept thinking about these wigs and I'm like, they're so cool, they're so fun. And I, I don't know anything about it. And I happened to be in San Diego one day for a meeting. I had 30 minutes to kill and I just happened to be in a parking lot and I found myself sitting outside of a wig store. So I went in and... I talked to the people there and I said, you know what? I'd like to try on a wig. I don't know anything about it. So they sat me in a chair and they plopped this thing on my head. I'm like, oh, that's kind of weird. <laughs> and then I saw this other one that was sitting up on the shelf. And I'm like, can I try that on? This is lush, like hair, like your color, very lush brunette and oh, so beautiful. And so the lady tried it on. And I will tell you, Marie, 
I sat there looking at myself in the mirror, completely different. And it was the first time I ever felt beautiful. Okay. And there was just something about it. I felt a change. But what was important is not so much the, that wig, right? What was important is that what I saw in the mirror, I connected to. Mm-hmm. And so a little bit later on after that, that I just thought about it, shared that. I, I took a couple of pictures of that and I shared it with a couple of friends and like, whoa, that's really cool, right? So I finally bought a wig. Okay. And it arrived. And we put it on and everybody in the household goes, wow, Deb, that's really cool. Good for you. But it looks like everything you've worn your whole life. (laughs) That's your hairstyle, right? Like, okay, but now I can get ready in three minutes instead of 30 minutes, right? Yeah. (laughs) So I loved it. So bear with me. There's a tie in here to brand you. Okay. Okay. So shortly after I bought my own wig, then the lady I purchased it from, she teased me with this little redhead curly wig. Now, my stylists have always said, Deborah, you'd look amazing as a redhead. My sassy girl's like, oh, yeah, right. <laughs> because this and this, this is about a $400 investment every, well, it was every four months. Now, you know, the more my hair grows, the more frequently it is. And they all said, but you have to be in my chair every six weeks to maintain it. I have too much going on for that. But I remembered what they said. So when I was shown and teased with this little, this little redhead that I could have, I could try it on for 50 bucks. I'm like, sure. So I said, yes. And when it showed up, I took pictures of the very first day. And it was really interesting looking at that in the mirror, looking at me completely different in the mirror. And I, I ended up, pra- so I practiced wearing it around the house because I had a little event I was going to go to and I was working up my courage to debut it. Mm-hmm. So what ended up happening is like day two, I'm, I'm working at the office. I've got, it's summer. I've got this little red head on and I got very inspired to jump on Facebook to teach something, to do a little quick Facebook live. So mind you, at the very, the very beginning of Facebook live, I let it be known, hey, I'm doing something new. I've got helper hair on today. And then I just went into the teaching. Do you know, Marie, that I probably got, oh my gosh, I got a, a tremendous amount of people commenting on that. And it was really clear, really fast that nobody watched the video because they were all talking about my hair. Right here. <laughs> what you do? I love it. Oh my gosh, right? Attraction. Yeah. It was, it was, it, it was surprising, right? Well. When I bought that wig, I actually bought three more. So I watched this feed open up going, oh my gosh, what do I do? I told them I had helper hair on that day. I still have all my hair. Uh-huh. What are they going to say when I change it up and I wear a purple ne- a wig next or a little, you know? <laughs> so how this relates to brand you, I just said yes to me because what I discovered with those little wigs is that here I was, it solved a problem. I didn't have to worry about, I didn't have to stress anymore about getting ready. So I gained time, but you know what? I have a whole lot to who I am. And every time I would change out my hair with these wigs, um, I was expressing another facet of me. Yeah. Well, girlfriend, it turns out that, that I'm not alone. And so 
well, little secret, my little redhead is one of the best marketing tools I've ever got. If I need to meet people, I just pop her on and I go, Strangers, <laughs> come up and talk to me, men or women, right? Okay, so that happened. It happened on Facebook. And then as I just go to the store doing stuff, right? What came about was I realized I had about 30 ladies that are like, oh my gosh, I've always wanted to do that. Oh my gosh, I, I, I love this. Can you tell me, can you tell me? So here's where brand you evolved. I realized that there's something really interesting about allowing me to express more of me. Mm -hmm. And so I thought, this is Deborah's way of thinking. Well, if I've got 30 of you and y'all have to have the same conversation, why don't I just pull you together in one room and I'll have it one time. So I called up a girlfriend of mine who's a photographer and I said, hey, can I borrow your studio? I'll bring people to you that might need photos. Yes. And I'll talk to them a little bit about my wig. I'll answer questions as best as I can. But what I really was living was that I was allowing me to grow. My brand was growing. Wow. Yeah, I was in another, I had a parallel pathway I was on and that was, also around that time, I had started doing some very, uh, very deep uh, trauma work because I have lived through and I've rehabilitated from a severe traumatic brain injury. Um, and so it was right around that same time as I kept letting go of trauma anchors, things that were showing up, holding me back from being able to live the vision that I saw. Mm -hmm. That was, a, that was, I was healing all of me. I was going back and gathering and finding all of me. And all of this that I'm talking about, honestly, had been getting in the way of me truly expressing all of myself and the brands that, and the brand that I am today and what I've been building. So what started as a little, no joke, throw together, get a group of women in a room and talk about wigs. We joked about it and I kept calling it my wiggy event, my wiggy event. <laughs> my wiggy, I don't know what to call it. I'm happy to that, right? It makes sense. It, it actually makes sense. Right? Well, I took it one step further because I'm like, well, shoot, if all these ladies are coming in, why don't I tell them what my journey's really been about? Saying yes to me, expressing all the facets of me, healing all of me, uncovering what is really the brand. I, I need to own the brand of Deborah Sweet. What does that mean? Leading these companies, leading my mission, meeting, you know, my, my big why in life. And so... For that event, I ended up actually investing into a few other wigs so ladies could try them on. But actually, I taught a whole bunch of stuff and we did a we did a workshop. And then I was like, well, I'll launch a little program. Well, girlfriend, that's not such a little program anymore. We have road tested this. We have uh, we've evolved it from just an afternoon into a year long women's program where I truly I help my students. This is this is the reality of serving them. Mm -hmm. My women have a through line, okay? So where, no matter where you're at in your business, are you thinking of starting? Do you have a business? I've, I've had ladies go through brand you that have had, they've been in business for 30 years. I had a lady show up to my workshop. She had a brick and mortar store. She goes, you know what I hate? She goes, I've got this, this thing. I've got these logos. I hate my brand. Cause that right there, when we think about branding, most often we think logo, colors, website, collateral, and how many times do you see a company go and flip their logo? They flip because they're, they're, they're searching, they're searching. Now I do that stuff in the marketing firm, but what I teach and what I lead my ladies through first and foremost in brand you is I come in from a different perspective and I share honestly what has been my journey mm -hmm. 
-hmm. but I teach a lot more than that of healing whole because it's an inner game. There's one of the things when you're growing the business, the higher you want to elevate your business revenue wise, you have to go and do the inner work. And what I find is that with all of my knowledge and years of doing marketing business development, there's this human factor. I call it the H factor. Everybody misses it. And I'm taking a very firm stand to help my clients, whether they're male or female, whether you're, you know, a top level executive and you're feeling burned out, you're, you're feeling lost within your business, you've lost your purpose or you've lost yourself in marriage, kids, whatever it is, right? Let's bring that back in the fold and reinvigorate and renew and allow you to have that space where you can confidently collaborate and align with other women on the same journey where there's no judgment. We're here to support you on a weekly basis while you go through the content in my learning portal. And the, the outcome of this is that my, my, my ladies, my community, these women are, um, I never expected this, but they're healing from their trauma. They're gaining money confidence. They're gaining confidence to be able to show up, to be seen, to be heard, to build their business aligned with their values so that they actually launch with a brand plan. This is not just about a logo. This is an actual brand plan. How are, now you've got all this mapped out. Now we can go play. So that's a lot about brand you and a lot about there you go that is amazing so what i've learned from uh from you now is that you have this very powerful marketing program that in order for it to work is you really have to go deep into their business operation and also understand who they are as a person to really make it all work all of it together yeah. brand brand you is really about like if you know your why, if you know, if you've got a really good idea of why you're doing what you're doing, brand you is a great place to start. If you think you know your why, we'll help flush it out. Um, because again, some of my clients are already in business, right? So they've got momentum, but many of them are looking for that next level up or there's something like one of my, one of my clients, she's like, Deborah, I've, I finally feel like I'm controlling my business instead of my business controlling me. All of my, my ladies that have gone through brand you and just, you know, brand you is exclusive to women. I have a, a mirror one for men. Um, there are some training I do that is very co-ed, but I keep this a closed community mm -hmm. so that we can get very real. Um, but brand you allows you to really do some deep inner work so you can make wise choices about how you want to show up. How do you want to show up physically? Mm -hmm. so it, for some, it's the clothes. For some, it is it is your logo. Some of it, it is your marketing collateral. So it's a you are correct. There's, it's a blend of uh, you and do. It's you and do. But we get yeah. you real clear on what you're going to say, how you're going to show up, what your values are, and then you actually walk away with a real brand plan, a brand plan that's an asset for your business. Wow, that is amazing, and it really makes sense to me because you know I feel so strongly about what you just said in terms of who you are mm -hmm. and how you run your business because again I mean I went through my own experiences also and I have to fully discover myself in regards to who I am 
and and what I do. So I I I am so glad that that's how you run your business, Deborah. I mean, I am so excited because you are now working with finest women in real estate. I mean, in in regards to finest and women, finest women in real estate and brand you, what do you see? Uh, the collaborate the collaboration in terms of the members. What do you see happening in in that partnership? Well, first of all, I'm really excited to meet people in your community, but also to bring my contacts into your community as well. I've had a uh, working relationship with realtors, investors for years. You know, in one of the verticals in our marketing firm, I would say if if you can uh, build it, if you if you build it, you fix it, you decorate it, like you you put in all the parts and pieces, you sell it. Um, you protect it. Those are that's those are some of the verticals around what we do as far as buildings, right? So I've always been intrigued with real estate, and it's interesting. Uh, part of my intrigue started with homes because when I was about ten years old, my parents bought property with some friends, a handful of friends. They bought about fifty acres, and we all built each other's houses. And I, I was the tag along. My, I tagged along. I had, it wasn't that I chose to, but I had to, right? With mom, you're going everywhere mom goes. So my mother was, she was the, the planner for our house. So okay. hours and hours as a kid sitting in all the lighting stores and the carpet stores and the paints, that's not fun, right? But I walked away with a lot of experience and appreciation for what goes into a home. So we've been doing collaboration, different businesses we've had over the years have always aligned with realtors. And one of the things that I see, I hear, I've interviewed, I've worked with, when it comes to branding, right, with, with, with people in the real estate industry, I know that there are many uh, brokers that provide great training on how to be a realtor. And there are different entities that also provide marketing, they give you the, the, your, your marketing tools, your suite of tools, you get training on that. But there's this one gap that is so large, and I'm, I'm hoping that I can be here to help support finest women in real estate with this. And it comes down to brand distinction, personally branding, so that when your ladies show up and they're, they're implementing their marketing plan, that number one, they're really confident mm -hmm. with who they are and what they're doing in real estate so they can attract the right kind of clients. Not the clients that you have to work with, but the clients you want to work with. And I always talk about this in marketing. What I feel is, it's, this is how I approach marketing. If you came to me and you were going to help me either, you know, sell my home or buy a new one. And I'm interviewing a lot of realtors. If you keep sending, if what you send out is the same thing that everybody else sends out, how am I to decide you over the next person yes that's that that's where it, marketing and branding owning your position being that expert right positioning you with that brand and your expertise every single person has a backstory that that should have in the forefront that helps them really leverage their brand but most people don't know that and most people are too close i do this because like sometimes you're just like you're so close right how do you pull it out so that's what i'm hoping to be able to do maria is, is um support your the ladies in the finest women of real estate so I can help them really really accelerate what they're doing and thrive within your community and how you serve as well I love that we're so aligned in 
what you just said, because that's really what I would like, you know, for the agents to really understand about branding and your brand new is just perfect because not only you're looking at the marketing part of it, you're also looking into their business operation, which is really critical uh, when it comes to making the marketing program uh, works. And then at the same time, you're helping them, um, you know, personally in regards to who they are and how they feel about themselves. And I love it. I love the whole, you know, the whole thing. So, um, wow, uh, this is so inspiring, Deborah. Um, the fact that you are able to uh, help them in all of those angle of business and, and the branding and the marketing, uh, what else can you share to the audience in regards to your uh, company? And I mean, in, again, there's a lot of marketing company there's, there too. Uh, what, is, what sets you apart from everyone else, aside from everything that you've said and aside from everything that we've shared to them? You got it. So... I'll make, I wanna just bring one point of clarity first. So I have two companies and they're, they, they're, the op, they're the two sides of a coin, right? Okay. So Sweet Marketing Solutions is a strategic marketing firm. This is where we do integrated writing of marketing plans. So we write marketing plans, we develop them, the, all the parts and pieces we implement and manage. Or if you're already contracted with people that do marketing, I can be brought in as a CMO to make sure that the people that you're already paying are actually doing their job and that it's aligned with your brand, right? And your objectives. Thrive Consulting- What is the CMO first? Just the initial. Oh, that stands for Chief Marketing Officer. Okay. I can come in as a, as a uh, contract Chief Marketing Officer. Okay, so correct. What that means is that I'll work with that upper level, uh, you as the owner, founder, to make sure that what you're paying for is actually being done. Okay, okay. I'll, I'll, I'll work with you. So then the other part, Thrive Consulting, this is where we do the, I do coaching, consulting, and training to prep you with, um, I prep you with different skill set, acumen development, and I have a um, our secret sauce inside of core four. Or excuse me, I just gave it away. <laughs> secret sauce inside of Thrive Right Consulting is I've developed um, a process called the core four. Core four. Four, okay. core four. Core four stands for cash flow, onboarding, retention, and expansion. So that's a blip into my mindset. And the core four is like the undercurrent inside of everything that I coach and train. You must make money. You have to have cash flow. When I talk cash flow, it's not just about cash flow in and out. It's it's cash. It, it is that that level of uh, application, but it also means you you need to do things to make more money because I want you to make more money. Yes. Onboarding is about onboarding clients, onboarding staff, onboarding team, onboarding processes, retention, reta retaining your clients, retaining your referrals, retaining your team, expansion. It's all those. You might expand your building, your team, uh, clients, and, and things along that line. So that's a, a, my lens. When I, when I work within ThriveRight, although I'm doing business development, I teach on, you know, uh, different things around business planning, sales skills, development, uh, networking. I teach you, like I have a program that is different than brand you, but it, I go deep into helping you really create a strategic plan for your networking. So it doesn't matter the skill sets I'm teaching. Okay. Whether I'm, whether I'm one, the lens where I lead you through is so that you're eventually, your marketing is going to be really effective. Your sales are going to be stronger and you're going to make more money. So my lens is coming in from the marketing world. That's okay. one point of distinction. But the other thing that sits with both companies, 
is that everything, everything that I teach my clients, I personally do. And most of the time I've done them for two years or more before I ever even offer them to a client. I see. Long before, long before Zoom was a really big thing and we had to do all these virtual meetings, right? I've had clients all over the country. Some of them, they found me online. I practice what I teach, right? They'd find us online. I'd close the sale. I would do everything through a phone call. We didn't have video conferencing. It was all done phone calls. I'd write these plans. I'd develop the plans. I'd manage them. And I'd always say, look, if I ever meet you eyeball to eyeball, I want you to know that we've lived and we've, we put our, we put, we've got skin in the game. We put our money where our mouth is. And that is still true today. In fact, I was, um, so with brand you, brand you, my ladies get access into a learning portal where it's Deborah on steroids around the content yes. around brand you. But Wednesday mornings, I also have a Wednesday morning live group. Uh, coaching. So my VIP clients, you get a year of that support. And it was interesting because I think it was about a week or two ago, I was doing the Wednesday morning thing and I grabbed my brand you folder and I was talking to my ladies and I said, ladies, look, I'm, I'm going back through the program. Now think about what I just said. I'm the innovator. I'm the builder. I built the program. I'm my own student as well. And so I think that's another thing that is very different about me. And even my ladies are like, dang, that's one of the things we like about you. What you see is what you get. Yeah. Um, and my clients overall, they all tell me whether they're male or female, they're like, Deborah, we know you've got our back because I do walk that walk. And if I am not, if, if we talk about something and I don't think it's right for you, I'll tell you. Yeah. Um, it's, so. the, it's being honest and yep, that transparency. Okay. Well, that's amazing. Um, now, uh, have you run into people where they would say, I can't afford you, Deborah? Of course. What do you, what do you tell them? How do you work with them? <laughs> so sassy girl's going to show up here in just a moment. Um, she's my little redhead, by the way, um, <laughs> with me my whole life. So, okay. So, you know what? I honestly, the, how I answer depends upon the conversation that preceded. Okay. okay. So, for some people, I know that that is just a natural, that's just a natural protective response. That's their go-to. So it's interesting um, because I did want to share with you, one of the things that I offer the ladies in Brand You is I actually am going to, I have a three-day money currency boot camp. So, excuse me, brand currency boot camp, where we go deep into money stories. Okay. It's the brand currency. Brand currency isn't just about the money, it's something else. But why I brought that up because of your question is that some people have a belief system that it's an automatic trigger. I can't afford you. Yes. Some of them are. Yes. Some people do. Right. And because a lot of my, my people do have some form of trauma, not that I look for it or you need to, um, that is that the trauma response. And I'm, I'm able to recognize that because of what I've lived through. And I've also gone through I have a unique certification called CSID. It stands for Critical Situation Incident Debriefing. So I'm actually trained to be a trauma responder. So I can facilitate conversations that remove the trauma anchor. Mm -hmm. So, Because my goal is always, let's get you in front of what's the stumbling block, right? So if somebody says, I can't afford you, then we assess what was the conversation and what's really going on. Because then sometimes when I, when I intuitively feel that I think it is just that trauma response and they're just hesitant to say yes to themselves, mm -hmm. investing into themselves, then I might pose this question. 
Um, if you, you know, so I'll, can I role play with you for a second? Yes, yes, go for okay. it. Okay, so Marie, if this was you and you were, we were talking about my VIP program, um, I would ask you this question. Marie, if your transmission broke down in your vehicle this week, you're telling me right now that you don't have the money to pay for to make the, you know, the initial investment into the VIP program, which you know you're going to get all the benefits from. If, you're, if your transmission broke down today, how would you pay for it? Um, I'm going to have to figure out, uh, maybe use a credit card or something. There you go. Well, yeah. That vehicle, that vehicle is your transportation, transportation yeah. to get around town. I'm talking about giving you a vehicle that's going to serve you your whole life. Mm -hmm. So, so there, you know, I would say something like that. That's my sassy girl. Okay. okay. But I say, I would like to be the sassy girl. <laughs> oh girl, you already have, you're going to see more of her. I already did, but you know, you know, well, 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 when, when we can go dancing, we will go dancing together. Okay. okay. You'll, you'll have a lot of fun. Okay. So that being said, then there's another, there's another way. If we, if I really look at, like, I, I actually have a couple of these conversations going on right now where somebody I really know, you know, I know that they really want to invest into a program with me, but extra cash flow okay. is just not liquid available. Then I do, we can get innovative and you know, I do require my students to have skin in the game. That's why there has to be, see, there's this thing about money and the currency of money and our belief systems around money, our relationship with money that really impacts your brand. I talk about that actually in my brand new workshops. We, we go deep into this. Your relationship with money, how you choose to release it and how you choose to receive it, that, that speaks a lot and it has a deep impact on whether you grow or whether you don't. And so that being said, I can be innovative and I can get creative. And I, at times I do, I do offer ways to scholarship people through. If you are a really, if you're really good at uh, connecting and referring, then maybe there's ways that we can help you uh, create a scholarship so you don't have to invest okay. the full amount through. Yeah, that's, that's awesome for people that, you know, right away they think, oh my God, I, I don't know how I can even get in there, right? So it, I just wanted to make sure that, you know, it, it's not like they can't work with you because there are so many different ways. And, you know, understanding the value of what you offer is really number one that they need to understand because there's so much value in what you do. The skills, um, the, uh, the combinations of your programs that will really help them overall, long term. Yeah you know, and being a better person um, at the same time, that's just incredible. Uh, like almost like, um, you know, there's no price attached to that. Thank you. And one of the things that's also unique about me because in the marketing firm, honestly, the majority of the, men, the, more, the, majority of the people we worked with were exceptionally alpha men. And this is what they'd say, Deborah, I'm gonna give you money today. When do I get it back? What's my ROI? When's my ROI, right? <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> like, it, you got to the point where I just smile and I then say, yes, I know what you're asking me is when you invest into this, right? When, when do you get money back in the bank? And they're like, yes. Well, ROI has evolved. And even in that world, ROI today is monitored a little differently. It's measured differently. But I do know that it's human nature to know if I give, if, if I invest into this amount, when am I going to make that back? My perspective is that I not only want you to make that back, but I'd like to help you either let's let's increase your 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 goals if we can increase it by 25 percent, 50 percent, 80 percent or more mm -hmm. would that be good for you so 
in language for, for you know, your finest women, let's look at it this way. You invest into brand you with me. And yes, you are going to gain lifetime skills and you're going to do something that is going to serve you no matter where you go. We will game plan out what, how many homes do I need to help you sell? You take this knowledge and now you start to gain more clients, repeat clients, referrals, because you're going to be much more on brand. We're going to, we strategize out what that's going to look like. So you get your money back sooner rather than later. That is built into all the layers of all my programs. Oh my gosh. I mean, you know, the agents definitely would love that. You know, they would want that. And I think it's incredible that uh, we're able to share this information to them. Thank well, you. Deborah, it's such an honor to be really um, connected to you and that we're able to offer your programs through um, Finest Women in Real Estate. And at the same time, you're giving us an amazing discount for just being a member of Finest Women in Real Estate. And I truly, truly appreciate that. <laughs> oh, thank you. Well, it's my joy. You know, I'm on a, I'm, um, I'm on a very significant personal mission, okay? And it's very bold. And I'm very real when I say this. I really want to help businesses stay in business and make money. And I've been speaking this language for a long time. This is not just because of the events we've gone through the last year. Mm -hmm. I've been in these walls. We've had that conversation so many times. And why it's super important, this is my, a little bit of my geeky side, right? One of my core values is family and having a family that is able to thrive because I know what it's like to struggle. And that's what I love about one thing about real estate and a house. A house is, yes, it's a dwelling, but moving it from a house to home, that, that is going to protect everything that we find most valuable as a human being, right? Mm -hmm. So in the macro, in our United States specifically, over the years, what has been the backbone of the successes in our country has been entrepreneurship. And where I have not agreed and I've stepped up on my soapbox and it's even more, um, what we just went through this last year is even more telling to the truth of what I'm about ready to say. So the very bold girl of me, I'm on my soapbox right now. I do not agree with how we've been taught doing business over the last 150 years. And here's why, because if what we are taught on how to do business was so successful, why is it that in a given year, Right. There was a study done by a gentleman. He's, he, he analyzed, um, I think it was like 500,000 businesses over a time frame that opened up. Mm -hmm. I'm simplifying his numbers, but his numbers are really close to this. 500,000 businesses, 498,000 of them closed. Think about that. Wow. Okay. So there's been statistics we've been taught for years, and these are coming out of top tier, you know, Ivy League schools, colleges that you know, the, you've heard, we hear it all the time that within the first two years, the majority of businesses fail, mm -hmm. right? And then if you make it to five years, they fail. If you make it to 10 years, it's still a failure. Okay, so I, this is Deborah's little, my little brain. I see things differently and growing through and, you know, starting a business, we, we started, we bootstrapped, we, we built it, we sold it, we bought businesses, we've renovated them. You know, I've got these right here. If what we were taught the last 150 years was so gosh darn good and so right. Why is it so many businesses fail? That was the question that really plagued me mm -hmm. because being inside of the marketing firm 
and helping these businesses, I saw the ripple effect of a multitude of things that came out of how we were trained. And I'm not just talking about collegiate training. Okay, there are people that they go to college and then they go to launch a business. And you know what? Some are successes, most are not. Then there are the majority of entrepreneurship, entrepreneurs, they were born and bred. Like I grew up in business. I, I didn't, my, my background was different, right? And so this drive for entrepreneurship is so strong. And there's a, there's the ripple effect when a business closes, it is a hard, it's hard on a family. That's a trauma oh, yeah. in a family, like right? They, they lose everything. They lose they even their, their own assets. Yeah. Your assets, your attitude, your drive, your hope, your vision, right? Yeah, the marriage. Yeah. You can lose a lot of stuff. And so I don't know, just something just over in my healing journey and in, in my big vision for what I'm, what I'm uh, building. That's my life legacy. I just chose, I just chose to start taking a stand because there was a point when we were growing our first businesses, we did what everybody else told us to do. I, I went to the local, you know, the free resources and this, that, and all the other. And I got to tell you, Marie, a lot of what we were taught was so antiquated and outdated. And this was a long time ago. Yeah. It was flat. It didn't work. It didn't translate. And so I just have decided that, you know what, I'm, I want to help businesses stay in business and make money. I want to help people feel amazing with who they are and what they do. So you can live your why be seen, be heard. We have these gifts, these talents. And, you know, after what we just went through this last year, holy moly, we need a lot of healing in this country. And entrepreneurs, those who are willing to stand up, rise up, dust off. Yep, you might've gotten knocked down. Girl, I'm telling you, and for ladies that are listening, I have been through the trenches so much. I will stand on the shore. I will hold your hand. I'll pull you out. I'll lock arms. I don't care if you got mud all over you from getting knocked down from life events. That does not bother me. What, bother, what, what, what bothers me if I say, if I watch you just stay there, come out, let's clean off. Let's do this together. Let's bring your goodness. If I can share my knowledge to help you thrive, then I know that I am doing my purpose. So I'm stepping off my soapbox. That is incredible, Deborah. Gosh, you know, I am so excited for a lot of people, especially for the members of Finest Women in Real Estate. Um, I do encourage people to join Finest Women in Real Estate and they can definitely uh, connect with you. I am thankful for you, Deborah. It's, it's such a, an amazing journey and I'm excited for the future of our partnership. Oh, yeah. Lots we're gonna do, I can't wait. I, I'm oh, so God. excited. We have so much to talk I about. I so. feel here because I can see it. <laughs> I know, so like one thing at a time, let's just do it. We gotta, one thing, let's be successful yeah. because there's so much more to do. And yeah, for your ladies in, in Finest Women in Real Estate, absolutely, I'll be uh, connecting you with people that I know but definitely, you know, if you have questions about, about the program, about Brand You, I've launched some massive uh, up levels. There's going to be more good things coming down the pipeline. So if, if, you're on, if you're not quite sure where to start, what I'd like to offer up is, uh, you know, just book a brand strategy session with me. You can go to brandustart.com, B-R-A-N-D-Y-O-U, start.com, and it'll put you right into my calendar. Let's talk. Let's talk about you for 30 minutes, and let's let's see how I can help you uh, at least create a pivot for yourself, and we'll we'll really assess um, what iteration of brand you is right for you. That's amazing. And they can also go through uh, the website with Finest Women in Real Estate, and um, you know there is definitely a link there that they can go straight to you. Uh, oh, absolutely. For those that are ready, go right there. And you know, and if and if they book with Marie, 
you know, Marie, if they book with me just to talk, we're coming right back to Finest Women in Real Estate too, because that's, oh, that is so amazing. Yeah, because we did. We set up, you and I have set up, um, I've got some special, special promos that are only for your group, your crew. Oh. Um, because I, I want to serve. And I think that that's, that's a great way. And I'm so joyed to know and see what's in your brilliance of what you're doing too. Yeah. I mean, we're talking about a lot of things here. You know, um, Deborah and I talked about doing a, a big TV shows production yeah. uh, and there's more coming out. And I'm just, you know, it's too, you know, when you're too excited, you can't really spill out everything. <laughs> but, I'm doing a good job keeping on focus here today. This is good. Yes. I love the story of, of that uh, wig. I want to try it because I actually did buy a few wigs just to see how it looks on me because I've always tried to see, okay, what would I look like when I'm wearing a blonde hair? <laughs> but it was fun. Um, anyway, I, um, I thank you for the time, uh, Deborah, and, and again, for all of you out there, be sure to connect with us. Uh, we have our website, Finest Women in Real Estate. Uh, just look for Brand View and you will see all the information related to Deborah. And uh, if you have any other questions, uh, you know, contact me at 951-378-5316. This video is gonna be available in Roku Network and also on YouTube channel under Finest Women in Real Estate. Uh, and also watch the other episodes that we have because there's a lot of great information out there for you. And Deborah, any final words that you wanted to let people know? Yeah. All right, I see you, I hear you, I stand for you. My arms are open and my whole life, everything that I've lived through and that I've journeyed through is to be here to serve you. I know that part of my leadership is to help you live your why. So with that, live in your power, live in your peace and as always rock on. <laughs> oh my gosh, I love you, Deborah. <laughs> That was awesome. Yeah. Okay. Um, anyway, thank you very much. This is the Finest Women in Real Estate. And uh, I am your host, Marie Antoinette Waite. And we will see you on our next episode. You thank got you. It. All right. Bye. 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 <laughs> Bye. <laughs>